Second hour of Authentic News right here on RBN Live this 19th day of February 2024, where I take your calls. Since I have no calls yet, it's a wonderful day to call in. Clear as a bell. I have another report from Scott Ritter to share with you. Israel is in major trouble. Is Iran planning to attack? Let's see what Scott has to say here. Again, this is from the truth seeker. Listen. Well, I don't want to say that the access of resistance is feckless, because clearly they're not. We see uh, Hezbollah engaged in a, um, you know, in, 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 in a, in, in a in continuous pressure, escalation of pressure on Israel along its uh, border. Um, and Hezbollah has taken some losses, and they've inflicted serious losses on the Israelis. But again, I think um, the, the 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 step into war, this you know, an existential conflict, is a is a huge step. And it, uh, I'm not saying it's impossible for Hezbollah to do that, but I'm saying that um, you know, Hezbollah will not gladly go in that direction. Neither will Iran. Uh, remember, Iran just uh, normalized relations with Saudi Arabia. Uh, both Saudi Arabia and Iran are now members of BRICS. Uh, Iran is pivoting its economy for the first time in many decades. Uh, they've been able to get their economy positioned to overcome the the, the strains put on it by uh, U.S.-led sanctions, Western sanctions. Uh, and so, you know, for the Iranian people who have been promised this moment for decades, this, this, you know, now it's time for Iran to flourish and to thrive and for them to have this economic, you know, well-being that has been promised for Iran to throw it all away. Because while the United States won't be able to defeat Iran, we can seriously blow up a lot of Iranian infrastructure and we can set Iran back economically. Um, And that creates the potential for domestic unrest. Every regime has to look out for its own best interests. And while the Iranians... um, aren't going to be defeated by an American flotilla or American army. Um, there is the possibility that, uh, you know, unrest can, ca- can happen from within. Now, people who study... Let me just say, yes, Iran really doesn't want war, but also they have now entered into a 20-year mutual defense agreement with Russia... I think attacking Iran would be idiotic, but then we have a lot of idiots out there who are running things. Francis from North Carolina, glad to have you back, girl. What's on your mind today? Well, hey, young man. Uh, one, with all the distractions of the uh, school shootings and so forth they got going on now, that they're being reported here and there, go figure where else. Where all else. My thoughts are still with the folks and uh Palestinians and so forth, because one, I'm not going to let that uh, just sit to the side and not say anything more about it. I'm going to keep on talking about it, regardless. Because uh, obviously, the thing with the uh, school shootings that they got going on now, yes, I'm outside, so you have to excuse me for a moment. Um, 
the obviously the shootings at the schools and all that they got uh, they're reporting about now obviously are false flag deals. I mean, it's, it's very it's too apparent. If people haven't figured it out by now, with the crisis actors and so forth, which is you know a very big given, uh, it's absurd. Now, one thing for certain. Since the FBI turned around and said, oh, we may have problems with the election in 2024. Well, my question is this. What other alphabet soup agencies and cahoots with them about that, that they would go and make a blatant comment, uh, notice to the public that there could be a problem with the elections coming up? Uh, basically, they're telling you that they're setting it up and it's being rigged for whatever their mischievous purposes are begin with for the so-called elite spoiled brats. Now, you figure that one out. Yeah, when you mention, you know, the fake shootings and all that, there's a very nice piece about Mike Spo Stone entitled Gaslighting is the MSM's Purpose. Everything you see or hear coming from the mainstream media is a lie. Not some of it, not uh. most of it, all of it. You can find this on my blog at jameshvetzer.org and on my Twitter at Jim Fetzer. And he offers you a, a dozen, you know, rules of thumb of how you can tell when it, whether it's real or fake. First, yeah. no blood, no bodies, no surveillance video. Second, fake parents played by crisis actors. Third, GoFundMe account set up within 24 hours of the event, sometime before <laughs> it even takes place. Fourth. Actors playing multiple roles at the same or different events. Five, nonstop media coverage. Six, Anderson Cooper is sent out to interview the fake parent. Seven, evidence immediately destroyed. Eight, evidence left behind at the scene. Nine, meaning planted. Drills taking place at the same time or just before the event. Ten, the alleged perpetrator immediately caught or killed. Eleven. Multiple shooters at every event. Twelve. Principals involved are former or current actors. Actually, for the most part, they like to do just a single shooter because it's more yeah. easy to dispose of that single shooter. But oh, I recommend true. this. I, of course, have a false flag checklist that I compose with Brian Davidson that I have linked here on numerous of the shows that you ought to right. be able to find if you just put in law enforcement false flag slash scripted event checklist with Brian well, Jim Fetzer and Brian Davidson. Yeah, complete your thoughts, Francis. Well, in short, for people who are pedophiles, this is like really a bad tease. But for people who are sadomasochistic and are thriving off of their uh, narcissistic, uh, really demented uh, aspects of seeking blood, uh, bodies laying here and there, whatever, as far as the cadavers go, if there are any, uh, it's it's really demented and really intellectually lame that they even propagate this crap just to distract the everyday person is what's yes. really going on. And the aspect, yeah. of, which leads to the aspect of uh, what's going on with Israel and how they, uh, they want to drag the U.S. into uh, of basically affecting various situations over their military and whatnot. Excuse me. But we've already been dealing with that garbage as far as the military goes here in the, US, in the, in the States, going over there for a pointless reason. Now, as far as the military goes here in the U.S., 
my thought is get your bloody butts back here in the U.S. where you belong, out of the Middle East, especially with Israel and so forth. And if anything happens with Israel, guess what? As far as the government and the military goes there, let them rot. The problem is, Francis, that Benjamin Netanyahu is basically dictating U.S. foreign policy because Congress is Israeli occupied territory. It's outrageous. We just got to get rid of all these scumbags. I think they ought to be indicted and prosecuted, but that would require a real Department of Justice and a real FBI, and right now we don't have them. Share your final thought for today, Francis. Well... My heart still goes out to, uh, to the Palestinians over in Israel and getting their lives back in order. And I don't mean taking them, uh, pushing them to the uh, to the one borderline to be shot on sight deal. I yes. mean, come on. Anyway, have a great week. I'm out of here. Thanks. Later. Thanks, Francis. You take care. John in Michigan. John, join the conversation. Well, hello, Jim. It seems like I call too much on your show, but I have information that many people don't have. I'm 74 years old. I've been around the block. Uh, what people are forgetting is these people that are in the military, uh, they're dumbed down. They've been through the education system, and that's college level, too. Uh, it all began in the mid-'90s. Uh, Hillary and... Uh, um, Rockefeller and Ira Magaziner developed this program that was uh, going to be instituted and, and applied in three states, Michigan, Oregon, and Pennsylvania. And it was there, the curriculum's all developed by behavioral psychologists, and it's, been, it's going on today. Uh, it started in the 90s. I ended up pulling my children out of school here in Michigan, right across the bay, just north of Traverse City from you, Jim. And it's it's the dumbing down. Everyone's dumbed down. The yes. school boards, the lawyers, uh, doctors, they've all that have all been through this indoctrination through the school system. And until that's changed, nothing's going to happen. These, these black John, communities, they were annihilated, John, can you tell us, annihilated can you, in Chicago with the Chicago Project back in the in the 60s with uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson's new program. So uh, talking about it and trying to figure it out. It all starts in your local neighborhood with your local schools and your school board because they are ignorant, and until something happens there, it's going to be hard to change this country, I think. John, tell us, you said in Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Oregon, what were the elements that brought about the dumbing down? Could you give us some of the details of the plan they were implementing? Sure. Uh, Here we had a Republican governor who's a scumbag and went off to uh, uh, Washington to become a, uh, a, um, a lobbyist. And, and uh, he brought it in. He had complete control over the funding. The same with Oregon. You can see how good shape Oregon's in. The west side of or, or east side of Oregon wants to secede from them. They're so gone woke. Uh, and Pennsylvania. But uh, they bring in this, these books, these curriculums, and they, they bring in facilitators that are called teachers from the colleges uh, that – have been implementing this for some time, uh, and uh, what they do is they take away the tools to, uh, for a child to uh, gain uh, knowledge. They, take, they, they don't teach them the language. They use a program like, look, say, like the Chinese with symbols, and they look at an airplane, and they show the word airplane, but they don't know how to break that word down. They take that away. They take away the math. They give them calculators. 
uh, and then they uh, take away their skills at communicating by not uh, developing proper sentences and paragraphs. So that's how they begin, and they start in preschool, and then they used to have a test in Michigan here called the, the MEEP test, which they wanted to see if everything was, everything was being implemented in, in the first four years. And those that weren't following the, the program, the children, because this is a, a strong Christian-based type of uh, yeah, community, uh, they, uh, they, they, the parents tell them, to, the children, to go to school, and your teachers were going to teach you, but then they get there and they have a totally different uh, presentation which puts these children in, dis- in a dissident let state. Me, uh, let me offer a few philosophical reflections on this issue because I've done a lot of research into the nature of mind, and there are levels of mentality. The lowest level is known as iconic. It involves dealing with images, things that look like, smell like, taste like, what they stand for, like uh, a statue of a horse, a painting of a horse, uh, 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 photographs of horses and the like. You know, they, they have a resemblance relationship to what they stand for. That's the lowest level. The next higher is, is indexical. That's cause and effect relations, like relating ashes and smoke to fire and the cause and effect, where there's smoke, there's fire. Sometimes it requires special level of expertise, like elevated temperature and little red mumps, bumps to de- detect or diagnose the measles. But causal reasoning is a higher level of reasoning than is iconic. And the higher level is symbolic, where you deal with words that are signs that are merely habitually associated with what they stand for, like... The word horse, H-O-R-S-E, doesn't look like a horse. It, it won't run around fields and run races and sometimes win or more often lose them. That's a higher level of mentality because once you get to symbolic, you can start constructing and talking about things that are not present in your visual field. You can start exercising your imagination. There are higher levels than that, however, including... reasoning using induction and deduction, which is how you use evidence in order to draw conclusions, whether you're verifying or falsifying, confirming or disconfirming, and the highest level, criticism, where you use signs and talk about signs, where you use language, say symbolic language, and talk about icons like paintings or poems or whatnot and criticize them. So it sounds to me, John, based upon your sketch, and admittedly it is sketchy, is that they're not leading to developmental sequences that would take you from lower levels of mentality to higher levels of mentality, but rather something more like the opposite. And even in the construction of sentences at the symbolic level, which is the the third of the five levels I'm describing, you're saying they're not even doing that successfully by giving proper instruction in the construction of sentences, how sentences are put together with subjects and predicates and the whole like, or the use of commas or semicolons, that there's a form of dumbing down. And the more they rely on images, for example, rather than on words and language, the lower the level and the less development you attain. Would that be roughly correspond to what you take to be the case with these programs dumbing down? Well, of course, uh, the Charlotte Ezerbeet has a 
uh, website, or she passed away, but deliveritdummydown.com. But, of course, just ask any of these businesses over here uh, if they can find people that know how to work because they would, they would, they'd be in a group think, and you didn't have to do the work, but you got the grades. So the parents were, were thinking their children were getting educated when they were not. And yeah. so after school, they're, they're incapable of problem solving. That's where the math skills come in yeah, and the logic. Yeah. But it, it, right. That's what's wrong with our country, folks, and that's what's wrong with everybody in the military, everybody 50 yeah. and younger. Uh, what they're doing with the military, John, is they're dropping the standards. You had to, in the past, at least be a high school graduate of a, 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 a GRD, but now they're letting that go. You used to be of high moral character and not convicted of crimes. They're letting that go. So we're getting a lot of people in the Army is going to turn into a remedial education function, just as many of the schools are, because they're promoting students who aren't actually qualified to higher levels to keep them with their social group. So they won't be embarrassed. It's as though their embarrassment were non-embarrassment were more important than their education. But it means they turn out to be fitted or qualified for no positions in society, and they tend to turn to lives of crime. I think you're on to very important issues. Well, here, Jim, Jim, uh, Jim, I know I extend this, but our valedictorian here in the first round of these people that went through the school went to U, U of M, University of Michigan, and, and she had to take remedial classes and and i was yeah. talking to the superintendent here uh, who was facilitating this crap they're the, they're the change agents and uh we were from the same area growing up but i he said well he says these these courses if they don't have them full they lose funding federal funding these colleges for remedial classes and uh, so these these students were able to take test over and test over if they didn't get the the result right away and all these we had uh uh, one school had, uh, I think, eight valedictorians, and, and they were dumb as dirt, uh, and it's not their fault. This is an agenda, and it's been going on, yeah. and people can complain. You can go to your school board, but they've all been dumbed down, and, and these black communities have been devastated with this, and that's one reason why they're, they have the, you know, they're revolting. They, they, they have no op, op, opportunity because they have not been cheated out of the knowledge-based paradigm, and that's what we ha that's where it's all at, folks. And, and, and as far as, you know, the State Department uh, memo 7277 to dissolve our military, that's what's taking place. It's a U.N. agenda, and, and so just uh, go to your, find out what education is supposed to be. And, and Charlotte's son has a website, AmericanDeception.com, and just go to the education section. He has more on that than anything else at his site, AmericanDeception.com. And you'll learn how they facilitated this into our system. I, I pulled my children out of school, fortunately. And, John, uh, thanks. thanks. Great call, John. Excellent. Thank you so very much for all. We'll be right back. Hello, hello, hello from beautiful Colorado. My name is Samuel Jung Kay, and I am currently the lead Shilaji hunter and master herbalist for Colorado Shilaji Company. In this video series, I will be discussing what we believe is the greatest of all adaptogenic superfoods and the single greatest natural healing remedy gifted to us by Mother Earth. 
I think you too will become as excited by this incredible substance called Shilaji as we were and are after our discovery of this amazing gift right here in beautiful, colorful Colorado. You may already know Shilaji by other names. Shilajit, Momio, Momi, Mami, Mineral Pitch, Asphaltum, and others. Shilaji literally translates to destroyer of weakness and conqueror of mountains. Shilaji has been in use for thousands of years and is considered as the highest valued cure-all of any earthly substance. Look for the gold mountain and medical symbol logo in banners on republicbroadcasting.org to watch the full video and see more information. Use code GORBN when ordering. That's G-O-R-B-N. Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now, but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind, and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge. And knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Vancouver, James, join the conversation. Uh, yes, um, the recent death of Alexei Navalny. Is there any evidence that there is now going to be a purge of his family and friends and uh, supporters? Have you heard anything? No, to, to the best of my knowledge, no, I have not heard of such developments. Right. Uh, I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
it could be a valid question to uh, ask who killed Navalny, in fact. Sure. Uh, it could have been the Russians, I, but it could have been uh, someone, uh, uh, one of ours, that's a deep implant. Um, let me just so take a is, wild, let me take a wild guess, James. All right. Okay. Vladimir Putin had a wonderful interview with Tucker Carlson. Right. It burnished his image. He looked terrific. What right. better way to try to undercut or smear that image than by creating a apparent assassination or one that could be blamed on him, on Putin? So he, right. I think this is a Western effort to tarnish Putin because of the sensational interview that went worldwide and is having a, yes. you know, a great benefit, in my opinion, to explaining Russian position, how it was forced to take action in Ukraine against its will, that it didn't want to do it, that it has no territorial aggression, that it's not going to go after any other NATO nation, that this was a very special set of circumstances. Which he explained, by the way, the very day the event took place. I remember reading his statement and how clear and specific it was about what was going on. So I right. would say, if you look at the big picture, it's almost certainly CIA, MI6, polishing this guy up just so they can use again Putin. And I would not expect there to be any harm coming to family, friends, or associates as a consequence. Well, then that means uh, this is like a good John le Carre novel where we have somebody really deep into the Soviet Union who everybody believes is a communist but is actually doing the bidding of um, Langley or like MI6, you see. Well, so, um, well, well, these things can be done by yeah. satellite-mounted weapons. It could be a directed energy weapon that was focused well, on yeah. him. I mean... I'll, yeah. Listen, I've been in conversations, you know, uh, where this had to do with Sandy Hook, where they, I was told, Jim, you, you, you had trouble with that pizza. You know, I got a, a Pizza Hut pizza, and it was on my kitchen table, and they hadn't yeah. cut it properly, so I had to use a cutter to get it together. And they knew it because they were watching me by satellite in real time. I mean, I didn't oh, really? tell them about this. Yeah, they told you mean me right about your house. They, yes. they can see right through yeah. your house. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yes, that's what I'm yeah. telling there you. you the high tech today is just staggering. It wasn't the yeah. only occasion they did that. But the right. point is, they were monitoring me in real time, taking actions in my own house in my own kitchen, and reporting yeah. it to me within five minutes of its occurrence over the phone. By oh, way really? of a, an intermediary, yeah, it was really stunning to me. So that's how real oh, it so gets. What, so what did you tell them? What what was your like um, response to uh, them asking you this question about the pizza? It was just wow, wow. Yeah. I mean, I, they were just telling me how closely they were surveying me. You know, I mean, I yeah. knew it was on all my phone calls, all my emails. I didn't know they were yeah. actually had me under visual surveillance by satellite. That's what they were telling me. You, you had trouble with that pizza. Okay. Well, look at... Uh, yeah, it, was, it was just yeah. ridiculous. It was just yeah. a, it was a double pepperoni. That actually is my favorite pizza, hot pizza. But it, I just had to tug it apart, and they, they knew it.
when I did it. I yeah. mean, that's just amazing. Yeah. James, there's the latest from the front. Anything you want to right. add, a final thought? A final thought? <clears throat> well, um, I, I had an idea that maybe the war is going to ramp up this uh, this year. Uh, that is to say, the uh, Gaza thing and the Houthis, as well as the Ukrainian thing, will uh, will probably I ramp think, up uh, now. Yeah. Well, I think so, you see, I think mm-hmm. Ukraine is all done except for yeah. they resort to nukes. I mean, the Ukrainian army is mm-hmm. is broken. The, the 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 soldiers are fleeing. They leave behind their weapons and their equipment. Yeah. yeah. They're making the cover story by claiming it was a retreat was called for. It wasn't a retreat right. called for. They'd already they'd already got the hell out. The, the war is over. Yeah. The question now becomes, yeah. how does the West re- respond to the embarrassment, the humiliation? And honestly, I think Netanyahu would love for them to use a nuke on Russia. And you, you, you right. can solve right. Thank you. Let's hope it doesn't Okay, right. Thanks for taking my call. I know. Helena right back. Picks up the rice in the church where a wedding is being. Lives in a dream, waits at the window, wearing the face that she keeps in a jar by the door. Who is it for? You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Are you one of the millions of people who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs? For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. 
Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBtalk.com and join the social media revolution. Thomas Jefferson. No, no. Where JFK? Yeah, let me tell you a story, Tom. Where JFK had a group of Nobel laureates all assembled together in the White House and for a dinner, and he said this was the greatest collection of intellect ever assembled together in one place, except when Thomas Jefferson dined alone. Wow. Well, you know. Ben Franklin was never president, but he was pretty smart too. I would say that. Uh, but you know, yeah, and, and yeah, as far yeah. as that, no, he, uh, he meant to imply anyone else being less smart than Jefferson lowered the level of IQ. But you may be right about John Quincy Adams. I'm not arguing against it. I just like oh, that, he was he was JFK. Yeah. Well, you got to remember Quincy Adams spoke five languages fluently. And I'm going to go back to that before I go to immigration. 
Uh, you know, you got to remember Baron Trump, Donald Trump's youngest son right now, uh, uh, Lamar Largo. He, he speaks three languages fluently. All you hear is bad crap about Baron, but Baron's very intelligent. Probably the smartest kid ever uh, sat in the White House as a, a family member. Yeah. Uh, and Melania I'm not so sure, dummy by either. the way, Melania. if you talk about Jared, Jared and Ivanka, would it depend on whether they had a management role with a Trump company, you know, that was involved in the real estate, which I can't answer off the top of my head. But you go ahead, well, you know, Jim, Go ahead. Use your yeah, Jim, I, well. think Donald, I, think, I think Donald Trump should scream racism, white racism. I think he should scream that the Jews are being racist for the majority. He should scream that there's Jewish judges in New York that are against white Anglo-Northern European males and scream his ass yeah. off and say there's racism being perpetrated on the majority. And uh, he's not yeah. going to tolerate it, and the American public should not tolerate it. Being the majority that we have to tolerate these Jews, 1.8%, giving us telling us that I, we're I, racist. I think he knows they now, can, when they control the media and the banks and all that, I think he's going to be more subtle. I mean, it's just... Uh... You know, inviting Jim, a massive backlash from this very powerful Jim, element of our society, Tom. I get it. You gotta, I get it. I understand why you, you say gotta it. Get, you got to get Elon Musk and Donald Trump and all these rich billionaires to buy NBC. They got to buy one of the major news networks. Yeah, Only takes idea, one Tom. to tumble the whole empire. They got to yeah. do it. A bunch of white Christians should unite with all their billions and billions of dollars and say we're going to we're going to play competition with you Jews. You Jews against yeah, us. Let's we'll see who comes out on top. Musk, now listen, Jim. Musk, huh? Musk set the Musk set the example by buying Twitter. Yeah, he's moving out of Delaware too, by the way. But Jim, here's what I want to go to immigration now. I don't know if you or your any of your listeners have been uh, uh, following these YouTube videos I've been watching with all these deputy sheriffs. Jim, there, there's an the invasion that we have. We can't even comprehend it on uh, talking on the phone over it. This is horrifying. The, 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 the gang members are pouring in here. The drugs. The, the insanity, the, uh, the mental cases, the mental patients. And they were showing California today, Jim, Chinese. Jim, 2,800 Chinese in the last week coming through ca- at the California border. They're coming in. They all want to go to Los Angeles and San Francisco. What the hell? And then they're going to ship them over to Atlanta. Jim, this is an invasion. Like, And the military should be called out like Abbott's um, putting a base on the Texas border. Um, they need to build a, the biggest military base in California when they get... They need to take all those lily-white trash garbage out of California and hang them with a rope for treason. They're being treasonous, Jim. They're allowing our country to be annihilated. We're going to be annihilated. We're in annihilation. Tom, it's like in the movie, Tom, Independence Day. We, 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 we all agree with you, yeah, Tom. Jim, I'll agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, you made but, your uh, point. Listen, Jim, I got a final thought. Many, many times, yeah. I got I got a final thought, Jim. Good. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter's uh, in hospice. He's 99 years old. And this stumbling, mumbling Biden, Jimmy Carter in hospice right now is in better shape than Joe Biden in the brain. Yeah. Can you imagine that? And we got this stumbling, yeah. mumbling imbecile in that government, that position right. of power. That idiot right. is being run by Mossad or who's on, whoever. And this guy's giving out orders to allow our country to be invaded, and nobody's doing nothing about it? We need to march on uh, Washington about immigration, Jim. By the millions, Tom, black, white, and I'm with you, I'm with you Tom. We need to get something going. 100%. Great point. This is an invasion that's going to be our annihilation, our devastation. Love it, Tom. I get it. We get it. We all agree with you, all Tom. Right. You are. And that guy in San Diego, hey, Jim, Jim. 
Jim, Tom. that guy in San Diego three years ago tried to get me kicked off the neck, or I would have him to call in that rat. He tried to say I was crazy. Hey, buddy, how you doing um, in San Diego right now? How you Tom, doing Tom, in San Tom, Diego Tom, there, buddy? Good. Good. Thanks, Tom. Thanks, Tom, yep. very much. Great, great, great. Paul in New Jersey. Paul, join the conversation. Uh, yes, Jim, I, I want to talk about that gentleman who called about education. Yeah, sure. I want to, yeah, for one, I, I don't really uh, going to point the finger and blame schools yeah. on the fact that some individual is an ignoramus. I yeah. blame them. I blame them. You know, uh, a great line, and I love this line, Jim, came from Frank Zappa, and he said, if you want to get laid, go to college. If you want to <laughs> get an education, you want to get an education, go to the library. <laughs> and so when I did, and the fact of the matter, there, there, Jim, are, is, college, there are college libraries, of course, Paul, but go ahead, yes. Yeah, but, uh, Jim, there's really no excuse in the modern era to be ignorant. The fact of the matter is it's become, like, a cool thing to be ignorant, and it's kind of has always been a little bit that way, you know. So, uh, But the fact is the libraries are open. You can go get a book, and you can educate yourself in your spare time. You don't have to watch Netflix. You don't have to screw around on the Internet. You just get a book. And you sit there and you read it. Now, the type of book is, uh, uh, that you read is important also. You know, Thomas Jefferson, he looked down on women because women often disproportionately were reading all these crappy novels. And even back then, he knew these novels were a waste of intellectual time, which I can I think the same. Uh, the same. I think it's a waste of time to read uh, garbage novels. And, and, and so, you know, I don't blame the school's for people being stupid. The fact of the matter is, once you learn how to read, you have yeah. to have the discipline to go out there and pick books and read these books. And through reading these books, you should start figuring out like how the world works, what's wrong with the world, and you should also have the at least the inquisitiveness to go pursue books to find out what's wrong with the world. Or why are these authorities in this uh, dystopic uh, civilization I'm living in, why do they want me not to read these books? You know, Jim, I, at the age of uh, about 24, I took it upon myself because I knew everybody was, you know, anti-Hitler. So I said, well, they always say they're anti-Hitler. I'll go read Mein Kampf and see what Hitler actually thought. And I did, and because I walked a mile in his moccasins, right, I understood the German National Socialist uh, uh, a point of view and why Hitler came to power. And it really opened up my mind as to uh, that, you know, and, and basically I, I walked a mile in his shoes. Yeah. And so, and so you know, and, and lastly, one of the, the, the remaining remark is, some of the worst people and the most ignorant people I've ever met in my life were the college-educated. And let me tell you why. A lot of college-educated people that I know, for one, if you don't go to college, they look down on you and you're like, oh, well, he's stupid. He didn't go to college. Even though you've read more books than they have and more books after college. But most of these people who go to college, after they've done their four years... 
they, they think to themselves, oh, well, I'm done reading for that. I have my career. No reason to read anymore. You know, and they just think they know it all. And anybody who didn't go to uh, uh, college is an ignoramus, although, you know, that's often the case. But nonetheless, people who read on their own, called autodidacts, right, are generally people yeah. who at least show the initiative and the discipline on their own to read books and overcome ignorance on the individual basis, uh, Jim. And I think that's, you know, to count on other people to educate you is really a fool's errand, and it doesn't work out. Well, uh, plenty of subjects, though, that are so complicated that you really, it's almost impossible to educate yourself. I mean, I'm all for college education, but not everyone needs one. And, there, you know, I'm all for multiple levels of education and getting people into situations where they can maximize their own innate abilities. And we have very different innate abilities by virtue of our genetics and our heritage. So I'm all for, you know, maximizing the potential of each individual, which can come about in very, very different ways. But I like, uh, you know, you have a lot of interesting things to say, Paul. Whether I agree with all, I'm very glad I like your calls. A final thought? Yeah, well, I would agree with you on, on that. For certain technical things, uh, you can't, you know, for like if you're going to study the oh. sciences, uh, you know, really those sure. have to be more in a, a college setting for advanced sure. uh, sciences and things well, like that. Because that, yeah, those are difficult the, things. Uh, 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 College is a very rich environment. You know, I think I had the advantage that when I was an undergraduate at Princeton, it was all male. And I didn't have, we didn't have social distractions. Once you bring in co-eds, you know, then the whole dating thing and yeah. guys and girls and all that, in my opinion, distracts from education. So I think I may have been one of the very last generation who had the benefit of a single-sex institution. Uh, the the girl I wound up dating in college actually went to Vassar, which then was all, all female, and she was a couple of years behind me. Uh, you know, I just thought it was a, a great arrangement, but it's a figment of the past. Virtually everything has gone co-ed, and it's almost impossible to find a single-sex institution in the United States today. Paul, thanks very much for your call. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it quite a lot. Joe, Joe in Florida. Joe, join the conversation. Hey, Jim. Thanks for taking my call. Glad to hear you today. Hey, um, I don't know if you heard that news. I, I don't think you covered it before. So uh, the Israeli government has announced that uh, they that Hamas needs to return all of the Israeli hostages by March 10th or the start of Ramadan. Either that or that's when they are going to start this, I mean, it's a massacre. I don't know what they, what else to call it, in, in Rafa. In other words, this is going to scorch earth and wipe out, I think there's more than a million people still in, in the area. Did you see that story? No, but they're going to do it anyway. I mean, remember, lying is second nature to these Israelis. They, they believe they're entitled to lie to the non-Jews, to the Gentiles, and of course they despise the Palestinians. I won't be yeah. surprised if they seek a massive slaughter of Rafa. That will not surprise me in the least. So 
And I, 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 so whether the hostages are returned or not, they're going to do it anyway, Joe. I agree. I agree. And, and it actually brings up the point. What does Ramadan have to do with their alleged goal of having these Israeli hostages, which I believe it's inflated numbers. I don't really think there's that many hostages left. But, yeah. but so, you know, it actually goes, and I had to think about this. So I have this theory, and you don't necessarily have to, you know, I'm a Christian, and I believe this is actually the truth, but I think anybody who would object to mine and be agnostic or whatever. So there is a parallel history of this whole uh, event that have been happening. And I mentioned it before. So in March of last year, March, April last year, the IDF and a group of so-called settlers, these are psychopaths with machine guns uh, yeah. given to them by the Israeli government, actually yeah. entered and, and, and went into the Al-Aqsa Mosque and were beating the people who were worshipping in the Al-Aqsa Mosque for Ramadan services, uh, you know, beating them up, IDF soldiers and so-called settlers. Yeah. That's an important key event to remember, because what's the propaganda we've been fed ever since October 7th? Oh, a random attack by Hamas. No, not that yeah. I, I mean, I don't, I'm not in favor of killing innocent people on either side, but the point is, right. the reason why Hamas closes the Al-Aqsa flood is because it is in response to their, I think it's fanatical Jewish psychopath, religious fanatics uh, attack. And that's what I think the whole history of this war is. So in some ways, it does make sense. Then you start saying, well, wait a minute, what does the Israeli government, why does Ramadan have any relevance to them, allegedly, for one of their goals? And it doesn't unless you start understanding that, so, for instance, I remember the neocons and the September 11th. What were all the mainstream media and the Jews and, and, and Netanyahu warning us about? Religious, fanatic Muslims. Well, guess what? The main threat to the world right now is religious, fanatic Jews like yeah. Netanyahu and the other genocidal yeah. uh, psychopaths. And this yeah. is more evidence that, that, that this is what they're working on. That's their script. Yeah. They're trying to install the third temple, and bring in their Mashiach, which I believe is, is the Antichrist. This is a very grave danger. But that's the parallel uh, story which we get, we, you know, people miss. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Joe. Good stuff. Thanks very much. I look forward to right. our next conversation. Very good, Joe. Did you want to add a final thought? Squeeze one in. Rick in Arizona. Yeah, Rick, Rick, join the conversation, Rick. Yeah, I think Tom, you know, Tom is right. He says Jew and no jury. I think this trial's fake, Fetzer. I think it's fake. I mean, here you got Donald Trump, former president of the United States, uh, what, agreeing for a, uh, to let some judge determine his guilt or innocence? You know, there are, there are oh. procedures and enforcement procedures to make sure that the courts work correctly. Okay. In Minnesota, there is a guy named Larry Ellison, who's the attorney general. He's continuously doing what he can to make sure judges do not do things that are not constitutional in the courts in Minnesota. This thing's fake. Yeah. You can take a look at, look at Weisselberg. He was the head of the whole operation. He's been there from day one at the Trump Tower, and he gets a million-dollar fine. And on top of that, Trump is wants, and he's going to put in his daughter-in-law, Laura Trump, as the 
as the uh, uh, Republican committee chairperson, she's Jewish. Okay, so uh, Donald Trump is an actor. He had a show for 14 years in Hollywood, okay? Right. This is propaganda. Yeah. Maybe a lot of it is to the business community not to lie on your applications. And see, mm-hmm. bank fraud's a big problem now. Since, two, since 2008, mm-hmm. there's, there's, big, there's big penalties for bank fraud, okay? I see this as, I see this as propaganda, and Donald Trump is a tool. And I'm just saying, okay. I don't bite for a minute. Rick, I, I I respect your opinion, however much I might disagree, and you're right to say it right here on this show. Okay, good. You All right, thanks out. for taking the call. Excellent. Yeah, thank you for yeah. calling. Alexander in Canada. Go for it, Alexander. Uh, hello, sir. Um, you see, yeah. I'm going to make a couple of points. Um but when it comes to the education, uh, uh, see, sir, the the main issue that people are experts on when they graduate is the is the Holocaust. So, so like, yeah. if you ask any student about the Holocaust, they will ace it because because that's just indoctrinated in everybody. They they know more about the Holocaust more than uh, George Washington and uh, Thomas Jefferson and Civil War and and the the Great Depression put together. And, um, yes, although much of what they know about the Holocaust is provably false. Uh, yeah, and 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 if anybody questions the Holocaust, he'll get fired. Like, which shows you that the power they have. And also, uh, sorry, yeah. the, the president of Brazil said that Netanyahu is like Hitler. The, the, have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, you hear things and, uh, like this. It's a bit much. Yeah, go ahead. So, so yeah, he's saying that the genocide uh, that Hitler did to the Jews is what Netanyahu is doing to the uh, to the Palestinians, and um, so I think that was uh, uh, that was very courageous on on, on his part, and um, yeah, and and also, sir, the thing is with the with the last caller, like like the one before Rick, he was talking about the. Uh, uh, like uh, he was making, saying that Netanyahu said that they have, they have to bring in, they have to bring in the hostages before Ramadan starts. Like, right, yeah, it, right. it's like the, yeah, it's like Netanyahu, uh, um, it, he doesn't, he, he doesn't care about the hostages. He, like, he, he, like if the, if 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 the, uh, if the if the Israeli hostages kill get killed, he doesn't care. You see, so on October seventh, like you mentioned, Israel killed its own people on and uh, on that day, they've killed Israeli yeah. civilians and killed Israeli soldiers. And, and and they have yeah. a doctrine called the Hannibal Doctrine. So 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 Netanyahu doesn't care about the hostage. He, he's just the one, he w- just wants to prolong this war to to uh, yeah. to, to finish his, uh, uh, his his genocide. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, thank you. He's a, he's a genocidal Jew, and he wants to slaughter every Palestinian if he can. He he wants them expelled and. I'm sorry to say in one of the stories I didn't get the report, uh, Egypt is building a camp for them that's really fatal. They're, they're going to they're gonna die or they're going to be forced to Egypt. It's going to be a t- permanent. They're not ever going to be allowed to return, which is why I believe it's been so important they stand their ground. Yes, so, exactly. We're, we're yes, in a you. terrible plight. Alexander, final thought? 
Uh, no, that's it. Thank you. Hey, James in Vancouver. James, you have only a minute or two. Squeeze it in. Go ahead. Lay it on. Yeah, I, I need to sign up for your summer class on epistemology this year. Are you, you gonna you gonna yeah. have a class? You know, I, I gotta I gotta figure out how to resurrect. Yeah, how to do the critical thinking thing. That that's good, James. Yeah, I'll see what right. I can do to figure that out. Something All else? Right. Well, is that it? Yeah, I want to take one of your classes. So okay. Uh, yeah, I wanna I wanna do it again. Go on, Mike in Kentucky. Mike, you got a chance here. Squeeze it in. Hey. Uh... Here in Kentucky, you know, the hillbillies of Appalachia have a, a, a reputation of being fairly ignorant, but it's only a handful of times in the last 30 years or so that the state has had to step in and take over a county system. They've abandoned a lot of testing at the college level, but I also know somebody that was a valedictorian of their high school who had to come to college and take all these remedial classes in English and math and all this sort of stuff. And they were like, they had like nearly a 4.0 when they graduated high school. The very next year, that county was taken over by the state. But now, absent testing, how do they assess these children? Yeah. A huge amount of them can't yeah. afford to go to college anymore. Yeah. My first appointment was at UK, where I was an assistant professor from 1970 to 1977. So I know Kentucky fairly well, Mike. You have yeah. to have testing. You got to have standards. You got to know where you're going. You got to know where you're starting. You got to know where you got them to and what they're prepared to do. All this education stuff is very, very serious stuff. Well, final, you know, Scotty, final. Scotty from Star Trek, you know, uh, what. A lot of Scotch-Irish, very bright, inventive, creative people throughout Appalachia. They come yeah. off the stupid because oh, yeah. of the way oh, Hollywood yeah. raises them. Oh, yeah. Mike, I, I right. agree completely. I agree completely, 100%. Yeah, Let me just you. encourage everyone out there, spend as much time as you can with your family, your friends, and people you love and care about. We do not know how much time we have left and support RBN. Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 carcass drop and lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. 
This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.